Ladies and gentlemen, finally, welcome back to the BB Show. We are back here. Uh, we're reacting to week 12. Uh, we do want to, I guess, apologize. We did promise a Black Friday episode, but uh, life happens, holidays mm-hmm. happen, and uh, we figured instead of rushing an episode together, uh, we just uh, send our picks to each other and then recap it all on Monday. Um, so no fantasy frenzy this week, um, but other, we did pick the games. So we'll be able to just recap the games and and, and enjoy. So uh, Christian, my man, how was your holiday? Hey, it was all right. No, no, I feel it was all right. It was better than all right. Um, you know, I had some good food, had some good time with the family. Um, There's some good football to watch. So uh, nonetheless, I mean, you, you did a lot of traveling, I know, but I mean, your your break was pretty good, eh? I mean, you got to see the goat in many people's eyes. I did, I did, over yes. break. What was, I... what was the experience with that, real quick, before we dive into the recap? I mean, granted, the game we'll touch on, but being yeah. in First Energy Stadium, Cleveland, how, how yeah, is it there? Yeah, um, parking situation really sucks. Um, mm. We actually walked in about five minutes into the first quarter because it took us two hours to find a parking spot. So, wow. Um, did miss that first Browns touchdown, so I was a little upset about that because there weren't that many touchdowns in the game. But uh, outside of that, I mean, we could have planned better, I guess, but uh, they, 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 it was a lot of traffic. Uh, the stadium's, like, right on Lake Erie, like, literally 100 yards, maybe probably a little bit more, but uh, yeah, a quarter mile from that. the water. Honestly, yeah. really pretty stadium. I sat on the side with my back to the lake, um, we were supposed to get mm. some rain coming off the lake, and I was so high enough that I was covered, so it was fine. And then but my back was covered from the wind as well uh, because mm. it was coming off the lake. So I really had a good seat. And then because we are so high up, our backdrop, um, the field was below us, and then the skyline, like the, the all the skyscrapers were like right behind the other side of the stadium. It was really cool. I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Different. So the last stadium I went to was Lambeau, obviously, last year. I went to the 49 <laughs> playoff game. We don't need to talk about that. But um, yeah. different, obviously, in the sense that uh, this was in a city. So um, it, was, it was cool. Enough, uh, yeah. Honestly, the stadium itself, I really don't have that many complaints. Um, oh, really? I had I had a better time at Lambeau, um, but that was because mm. I'm a Packers fan and it was a playoff game. So I feel hard, like I feel weird wrapping on the atmosphere because honestly, the Browns fans were pretty into the game. It was just one, a boring game, and two, they're four and seven now. So really, you know, what what does yeah, it do? What are the stakes, you know? Um, other than that, it was um, – I, I honestly the, – the stadium surpassed my expectations. I'll say that. So um, I had a good yeah, time. Yeah, I, I heard it was a dump. So that's interesting that – yeah, it's You're not like, as no. it's not. I'll say this. I mean, have you been to Soldier Field? No, but I've not as the best it's not as dumpy as Soldier Field. Okay, well, hey, it's definitely, it's definitely nicer. Definitely nicer than that. Uh, I heard okay. that on Tuesday, I guess. Uh, so on the field, there was like these tire marks on the right side of the field that like made this circle, and I was like, we were trying to figure out what it was the whole game, and so yeah. apparently on Tuesday. Some dude broke into the stadium and was driving his car doing donuts on the field. Just because? Like just because it's Cleveland, man. I, I mean, it's, wow. Yeah. Respect was, to that guy. You um, know, but the game almost got canceled. We found that out after the game. So we, I would have been really mad if uh, I had bought tickets to this game and then it got canceled. Some because, guy uh, causes field quality so issues. While he's doing the field, donuts. And let me say this as well. Okay. So. 
Um, I learned a little bit about American history this week. So obviously I'd never been to Cleveland, kind of learned how it's kind of a city, like just kind of got left behind a little bit um, with mm. the, you know, after the factories closed up and kind of moved to, uh, moved to, I mean, what's the word, other con- foreign countries, I guess, um, way yeah. back in the 50s and 60s. And uh, Cleveland was a big blue collar factory town. And, and yeah, it's uh, when people when people make jokes about Cleveland, I honestly thought it was just like making fun of their sports teams was the kind of the core of the joke and like, oh, you know, the armpit of America, like it's Cleveland, you know, that's kind of a dumb. Yeah. They never win. No, like it's a literal dump. Like the city smells. Okay. Like, yeah, it's not a building. It's not a building there that was built in the last 10 to 15 years. Like they literally all look like they were built 50 years ago. It's really like it's really sad, honestly, because this is like like I've never been in a city like this, like Minneapolis. There's some. Yeah. New, I mean, obviously, U.S. Bank Stadium is brand new. Um, even Chicago has like newer buildings, prettier views. Oh, yeah. And yeah, sure, it was a, it's a poor time of year to like go to a city for good. views, Right. Like it's you know, it's, it was a rainy day. It's November. Like the lake is not going to look pretty. Uh, the trees aren't going to be green, right? But other than that, like the buildings, like I don't know how to describe it. It's yeah. like everywhere you go, even downtown, it's it just looks like sketchy. And I don't even mean <laughs> that like 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 in a like danger at like aspect at all. Like I was, I felt it's safe. Just like old, like a building yeah, just like fall old, over, like, like run down, rusty, burnt a little bit. Like it's rusties. just like yeah, it, it was just you know. It, Honestly, honestly, I was genuinely shocked that LeBron like chose to come back to the city. That's how I felt. Like it, it honestly, yeah. like I was thinking about that. I was like, man, LeBron James really chose to return here. That, that that's that's impressive because there's nothing here, man. Now that's quite the uh, career going from there to Miami, back to there for some reason, and, and then, then yeah, LA. LA. I yeah, so it, yeah, it it, it, it just like it's things like that that make you like think about like the other aspect of like, I don't know, free agency and like why, maybe why some of these teams struggle for so long. Because like, you know, we mentioned like the bears soldier field sucks. Like they struggle to get people to come there in free agency. So it'd be better for them to build new facilities. Right. Like who's going to want to raise their family in Cleveland, Ohio, like, and, and to take like the meme out of it, like it genuinely, like, why would I, look, I'm not drafted there. I really don't want to go play there unless I'm from there or I grew up a fan of the Browns. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, like, even think of their their players that they have, like Nick Chubb drafted, Miles yeah, Garrett Miles drafted. drafted. Yeah. Mark Cooper traded for Sean like, Watson even traded yeah, for. You see, you like, see you, like, <laughs> you see more of it in the NBA, I guess, where it's like small market teams and big market teams. Like I feel like that's less of a debate in the NFL. Uh and it's really oh, I'd agree really big debate in baseball but um yeah it's just a the genuine like made, makes you think like man there's really no incentive to like sign here if it's between this and literally any other city in the country i'm probably picking the other city right yeah. like unless no, there's that's... a strong like you know I, unless there's a strong reason to go there right like i, I don't know unless there's more money or something like it, it's just the stadium, I'd have to look up. I guess I can look up what year it was built. But uh, First Energy is a little bit newer renovation-wise. But, yeah, overall, um, I'm not shocked that Cleveland as a city was underwhelming. Uh, it was built um, in 1999. Just, so, yeah, relatively newer. Um, 
Hey, you know what? We can pivot to a another uh, a great city that the game took place in. I say that a little sarcastically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Detroit, who hosted the Bills for the second week in a row, ironically. <laughs> yeah, did you um, see that stat? It was like the Bills are the first team to win in Detroit back-to-back since back to Detroit back. did in 2016. Wow, you know, I actually thought it was going to be longer. I, I, guess I did too. Credit to Stafford, I, I will, I will but say. Six years for Detroit. Usually they got longer streaks than that. Um, and you know what, though? It was for as much as out of the gate, we're already kind of ripping on them. They played a really good game. Yeah, yeah, man. I think a lot of people they're kind of got their eyes for, open for a bad yeah. team. They're uh no, they're, they're on like a really I mean they were it should have been four games this in a row if they just snuck this one out. I mean exactly with wins, I would with, say, with wins against the who the Bears, Packers, and then the Bills, and then somebody else is in there too. I I forgot who was before the little division run there, but oh it was Giants. Oh Giants yeah. as well. So you even this, you know, I, I don't like to quote the moral victory a lot because at the end of the day, if you don't win the game, you don't win the game. But from the Lions' perspective, it, this isn't a game they needed to win. I mean, this team realistically is not going to compete. However, you're seeing a lot of these players are capable of competing on the roster. So now Here's it's the, just pinpointing the you know the weaknesses on the team. Yeah, and, and you there. know what? As good as the defense has been the last couple of weeks, I I think it's still very clear that that is the number one issue. Um, Jamison Williams is due to come back any week now if they're going to play him this year, which I think they are because I know they activated him off of uh, the PPIR list. So um, that kind of solves the second offensive weapon question that we've. Stated. Oh yeah. What do you do with golf next year? Uh, I don't it depends. think it's a matter of weapons. I, I, I think it I just... depends on um, where your draft pick is, honestly. Uh, if you yeah. have a chance to grab the guy you really like, then do it. But don't force it, if that makes sense. Otherwise, just draft the defender. I, I think you could yeah, go yeah, with golf. We've seen again. many teams do that. Like the yeah, Jets, yeah. I think golf is, a, is an upper tier transition quarterback. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, like that's you, actually if a, you're, probably if you're the best way a, to put it. If you're in transition, um, golf is your, probably one of the best choices. Right. Like you look at like bridge quarterbacks like Brissett's, Mariota. Yeah. Brissette, maybe even Mariota. Garoppolo. You could, I mean, I, mean, I would have thrown point. Geno Smith in there, but not at this point. Actually. Well, at this point, you might just keep him, especially where yeah. Seattle's going to fall in the draft. Um, yeah. Overall, are we any worried about the Bills at this point? I mean, it's, um, I mean, they've been kind of playing things close lately, but at the end of the day, the good teams find a way to win. I'm not completely concerned, but I, I understand some people are hyping up this. People. Like, did you see like the talk, like the digs drama, like not getting the not ball really. enough? I, I just saw there's there's a couple people talking about it, and I looked at his numbers. I mean, this past week on Thursday, uh, eight for 77 and a touchdown. Like, he just kind of <laughs> took a while to get going. Bless you. But he took a while to get going, and uh, I'm not worried about the Bills. I know some people are. I, I'm. I don't know. It's a long season, man. You're gonna have games where you don't play your best. Yeah, and I he's still getting targets. I mean, eight catches. I'm assuming he probably got targeted a little bit more. I, yeah. I wouldn't be concerned about that as a Bills fan. I, I just I do see the uh, parallels to you know how the Chiefs are playing, and then compared to the Bills. A lot of people have been saying the Bills are above the Chiefs. We'll see if the Bills kind of heat up a little bit more down the stretch, but 
I wouldn't say, and this is just a fact, just based on the years going, that they've played their best ball, you know, the past couple of weeks. Um, so we'll see if those things kind of improve a bit. But uh, moving on to the next turkey time game, you know, the Giants Cowboys class. Yeah, I have I have match some stuff rivalry. To say here, actually, yeah, I have a little bit of a take. This is sort of a copycat take. From uh, it was either another podcast I listened to or TikTok, but I am genuinely concerned about the Giants at this point. Um, the concerns from the beginning of the year are still there, and here's why: I think that Washington is going to finish higher than them in the division, and the Giants will be the first ones out. You think the Giants are going to make? Because here's my thing. So if, the, uh, if and four I, see teams, where, I see where you're coming, I'm saying this: if four teams from the NFC East or one division, make the playoffs. Yes, the Giants are in. Okay, I, I fully agree. However, if it doesn't shake up that way, the Giants are going to be the first ones out because I think the Commanders are going to catch up. They're already tied to the record, right? They're both 7-4, and four, I believe. Or Giants, no. No, that's not right. I think the Giants are 7-4. Giants are 7-4. Commanders might be 7-5. Seven 7-5, seven yeah. I don't know if they've had their bye. Um, and I do hear what you're saying. I actually do believe the Commanders – in theory, should catch the Giants. Just so here's been before you before you reply. I, I want to say this: this is two yeah. weeks in a row now that they have struggled to get Saquon going like he was early season. Okay, the Lions shut him down simply by saying, putting however many guys in the box it took, and saying uh, Daniel Jones beat us with other people. And I, I mean Saquon again against the Cowboys, thirty nine yards rushing. I know he scores a touchdown, but. Uh, Daniel Jones, 21 of 35, 228 and a touchdown, but there's just no, nothing else there, right? Daniel Jones is, he's, you know, worse, I mean, j- just as bad of a situation outside of Saquon than you could argue Justin Fields. Like there's, this is one of the worst receiving rooms in the league and Jones oh, yeah. is having the best year of his career with them. So, I mean, shout out Daniel Jones, I guess, but it just feels like there's not enough firepower, especially against these elite NFC defenses. The Cowboys, as we just saw, they still haven't played Philadelphia. Um, there's just not enough firepower to take them down when it matters, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And I just think it's going to shake out where I still think the Giants are very, you know, the above average team. I still think they're a B plus team, maybe even A minus. But I think the math is starting to lean towards the commanders getting that spot and, and maybe somebody else sneaking in there and catching up as well. But we'll see. You know, I, I could see them getting a lot. But if four teams make it, like I said, I mean, obviously, um, that's. but I think they're going to get last in the NFC East. That's that's really what my take is. Yeah, and honestly, I think if they get last, there's still a real shot that they get into the playoffs. I think it's ultimately going to come down to if they edge out the Seahawks or not. Um, because from where I sit, every other team – like wild card wise is out of contention. I think 49ers are going to run away with that division eventually. I think the Buccaneers it, it, yeah, should get down. the division, but whoever gets that division in the South is there's only going to be one team. It's looking so like it's, it's really just be a matter the of Seahawks is, is who they got to beat out. Yeah, the Seahawks and against you know the entire NFC East for those. And I'll say this spots. to double down, I, I think the Seahawks are a better team. And I, I would have to agree with that just from the consistency of the Seahawks so far. A little concerned with what happened at home to the Raiders, I will add. But 
I think the Seahawks can do more things, if that makes sense. Like, they're not lose. They, they lost that game because they weren't really able to run the ball. But we know they're capable of doing that and throwing. The Giants are just not capable of relying on the passing game. It's it's no fault, really, other than just the roster. Yeah, I mean, given the, injury Saquon's going to have more carries than 11. I mean, you know, and that's not just a salty <clears throat> fantasy number speaking there. I mean, he still averaged three and a half yards a carry, but like, yeah. <laughs> Right, and just game flow. I know it ended 28-20, but to be honest with you, it, it felt like the Giants were I would agree. farther back most of the time. I mean, it was 28-13 for a while. So I, I understand where they're yeah, coming they the, from, I but I would agree with they you. They did have the backdoor cover because I had them plus 10. It, yeah, like, like right at bad. the end there. Uh, no, yeah, and hey, for betters everywhere, it was great. But Saquon-wise, um, re- realistically, if they're going to win any game, he's got to get – 20 to 25 carries you could even yeah. maybe you know in terms of and, and if they're going to fall behind that's where they get in trouble right they're definitely you a front runner catch team. up no and so that's that's why okay. seattle scares me more is because they can actually i know, think you know and, and make comebacks before we move on i, I do want to say this dallas since that green bay game is really starting to scare me that looked like a really good wake-up call for them um i'm still not sold on Dak, man I I am. I got to be honest. Uh, he's, the he's not really game. been playing that well. Dude, as, dude, as much as we want to say that. Dude. He had two that interceptions Minnesota, That Minnesota game was incredible. Okay, I'll agree the Thanksgiving Day game played mediocre. That Minnesota game, I think he had like two incompletions, however, 300 something yards, and however many touchdowns. It was ridiculous. Come on. Yeah, but the Vikings, well, their top corner was like Cam Dantzler. Like that's, okay, that's, but, but it's an that's NFL That's been the problem for the Vikings. It's an NFL game. Yeah, but I mean, I'm giving them credit for the one, but there's how much better is the Vikings defense than the Giants? Eh, I mean, I would say the Giants defense, and it was on the road, and it was in Minnesota. Well, come on, are we really debating here that 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 game wasn't a masterclass performance? No, I'm just saying it's one game compared to the rest of the season. Okay, outside of that game, okay, I'm just kind of like you know, I'm not sold that this guy's. I mean, we knock on Cousins all the time. I'll say this. I think that comparative to Cooper Rush, the Cowboys offense is much more, maybe not as consistent and methodical, but definitely more explosive uh, with Dak Prescott. Oh, they're better. I'm just saying I don't think he's going to get them a Super Bowl. Uh, That's my thing. Uh, That's where I'm trying to go with this. I'm going with the the Kirk Cousins, the Dak Prescott. Why I really think the NFC is so wide open. I don't see a team like this year that has proven in the NFC they're far and away better than everybody. Each team to see them have these little hit. They're what, six and four. Well, okay, I guess. I, okay, I thought you were. You know, what I'm I saying? was referring like to in the playoffs. Uh, that's where I think he's coming out. I'll say this though: um, 150 rushing no yards. Odds on favorite, like clear cut front runner. Here's why. Opinion. Here's why I'm starting to like the Cowboys. Uh, Zeke Elliott, 16 carries for 92 yards and a touchdown. Tony Pollard, 18 carries for another 60 yards. That two-headed monster is really tough to beat. If Zeke is going to start to turn it on, because really it's been Pollard carrying that backfield, in my opinion, all year. If oh, Zeke yeah, he's definitely turned it on back. as he has the last two weeks or so. Uh, it's going to be, it, it's going to be, you know, like we talk about running the football all the time. That that's going to be a tough one to stop. And, and look, defense. We, we both would agree, defense wins championships, and. Uh, that's why they are eight and three is that defense. So as long as Michael Parsons stays healthy uh, and they win a Super Bowl with Dak, uh, I would lean, 
I would agree with you. I don't think so, but they can definitely win some playoff games with Micah Parsons. I, I even think if they get there, he chokes. Like, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like in, in games. Yeah, I mean, like, the question is, is Dak going to outduel Patrick Mahomes? No. Right. Or even Joe Burrow, the Josh right. Allen. Yeah. Like, all three of those guys just, they're so much better than you think of, like, the top three, you know, NFC QBs that would come out right now. Yeah, well, unless if he Dak, gets Kirk, I mean, hey, Hurts. If, if Dak, okay, if Dak Kirk or Jalen Hurts finds a way to get matched up with Ryan Tannehill in the Super Bowl, that's a different story. But even the Titans, that's they're going to run the same problems as the Giants, where if they even get one game, like a win, just a stout thirteen to ten win, right, and they can actually run the ball, the next team is going to completely just game plan on that. And you can see the Titans can't completely rely on the pass. Just like the I don't know, man. They can Traylon, do it more. Traylon Burks, Burks is starting yeah, he's to he's been emerging, and Tannehill is better than Dan. He's Daniel Jones at his best is Ryan Tannehill. Um, yeah, Ryan Tannehill at his best is. I mean, this I might get heat for this, but I swear he's like top eight at his best. He's what he did to the Packers was freaking ridiculous. I mean, dude. It, I mean, you, he he, we'd have so, to go through. He doesn't eight, have, he but, doesn't have incompletion when he's at his best that's the that's the problem is right. like and then when he's at his best too it's like oh they're still gonna rest for 120 yards he's only gonna throw 25 times but that 25 times is two to three touchdowns and 270 and like 22 of 25 yards. yeah it's 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 so efficient man i would say he's top 16 at least right now so to say at his peak top eight yeah i, I actually wouldn't put that past him yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a I reason. Mean, I don't Titans. think that's that hot of a take, honest, honestly. Like, no, no, no. Anybody at, at their best is 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 that their best? So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of now that I'm sure saying it out loud. That's kind of stupid. But all right, primetime Kirk. We we talked about it a little bit. Primetime Kirk. Yeah, speaking of at their best, prove me wrong, Bill man. Belichick. He proved me wrong. I don't think he played. I did take the Vikings. Yeah, he did take the Vikings. Yeah, I, I, t- I not had the with guts confidence. I'm not even gonna act like that. I'm not I had the guts like, to take oh, the Patriots. And you know what, man? This, this proves our. We point. should run the episode back. I think we both like the idea of Bill Belichick. Yeah, I just had I was the guts scared to take going it. into prime time. I had the guts to take it. I'm not ashamed. And you know what? This was a close game, man. I, I the Patriots were in this game, and. uh Here's my concern with the Vikings, man. You can be nine and two, but your defense gave up. Let's read the tape. 382 passing yards to Mac Jones. Okay. Not a His good leading move. receiver was Devontae Parker, Ramondre Stevenson, Nelson Aguilar, and then Jacoby Myers. I mean, they're just getting. <coughs> this kind of backs up my Dak point. <laughs> yeah, just I would saying. agree. Uh, I would agree. Now we have to go back there, but no, it's yeah. And I get there injured. I get there injured, you know, and I get Patrick Peterson at thirty-five being your best corner is <laughs> suspect. Really thirty-five. He's old. He's old. And, and you know what though, the Pro Football Focus rating it. Okay, that's. I mean, I flipped the two around. Regardless, he's playing well, but at the same time. They don't have like the depth at that position. They only have depth on that defense. Um, like they're an injury two away from just getting ran all over, like we've seen a couple times with the Seahawks, Packers yeah. this weekend. They could be in jeopardy of that. I have a question. Um, and I, I have a question yeah. regarding the Vikings. I, hey, can you think of any other offense in the history of the NFL that has been carried more by one? Guy specifically a receiver because you could probably think of it. You could probably think of like the 80 Bears with Walter Payton or something, you know. 
they were oh, the, the Vikings deck. of past with AP. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so carry this much by a receiver. I don't think he even carries it that much. Dude. Like you understand, like what Thielen can provide from that team. Okay, so like, this was I, I'm not best saying game. Justin Jefferson is having a far and away like great season, but even the teams carried by Megatron, Stafford was having great teams. Like when yeah. Megatron was even having like great seasons, if Stafford or somebody else was performing, the team I guess was I guess you could good. argue Cooper Cup. I, I, I you can argue, but again, like Stafford still like someone's got to get him the ball. I'm saying it's like it's great. Even like Fitz, you think of like he can have great success, but the team won't. So I'm saying like in terms of carrying the team. I can't completely get on the notion that a receiver can do that. Um, I mean, you look at the Raiders as a I, prime example. I, I disagree. I disagree. I think that uh, this season, especially what's going on in Minnesota and specifically Minnesota and Miami, uh, is proving to me that if it's not the second most important position on offense, it is the third right behind the quarterback and the center. Um Wide yeah, receiver, left tackle is more important. I don't. I I think receiver is more important than anybody other than you can. I, I could make. Why, why do you think the center is so important? No, like I, I'm just curious. You gotta have but... some protection. You, like the center does more, so oftentimes more than the quarterback. Sometimes when it comes, depending on the quarterback, but um, the center and the quarterback, you can make. I would agree, but uh, you can make an argument. I think the receiver is somewhat more important than the quarterback in certain situations, and I would point directly to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle emerging and making Tua look like a top five talent. And we all know that he's not a top five talent. Uh, he could be really good, and I love him. He wins games, but come on. Um, and look at what Tyreek Hill did for Alex Smith. when He was in the MVP conversation in 2017. Uh, and now look at what Justin Jefferson is doing for Kirk Cousins. And um, it's definitely – I mean, we don't have to debate right now, but I'm, I'm really starting to form this opinion. Yeah. Receiver is that important. Um, left tackles, I, left I tackles is an interesting – interesting, I would take receiver, but it's an interesting topic. Um, and it I is, like, you look at the Rams. <laughs> that is a prime right. example, yeah. number yeah. one. That's, that's having Cooper Cup and not even being able to get him the ball because you got, you know. Yeah, but I, I don't even what know. Does that, what does that offense look like last year without Cooper Cup? You know? Um, I, uh, I, this year, uh, I, I'm willing to uh, I, I'm willing to just take that off the topic of debate because, it's, I mean, no, no, it's, it's worth an healthy. argument. And, no one's even healthy uh, at this point on that offense, including Stafford. And right. Cup, so can't really I don't want to diminish what Tyreek Hill or Justin Jefferson are doing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just – I'm saying alone a receiver can't do it in terms of, like, carry the load. But I'm with you that in terms of um, – If you – let me rephrase it like this. If you want to be a Super Bowl contender, you think I think you need a guy like a, that. I think that having a top five receiver – is arguably more vital than a top five quarterback. Oh, you just got to look at. I totally agree in the sense. Look at the Bengals that have competed. Yeah, look the, at Bengals, the Bengals, the Rams. Right? They had Odell. They had Odell paired with yes. Cooper Cup. And look going at, back like, to the year prior, Buccaneers with Godwin Evans yes. Gronk against yes. the Chiefs with Kelsey Tyree Kill. Yeah, and I would put mentioned. Kelsey in a, in the comments. Like, there's a lot of common names receiver. in what we're discussing. Um, so no, I I can agree with you in that aspect of. It changes your offense when you have a guy that can make plays like that. So, like, I think it does said, at the running back position, just not as much. Arguably, receivers are more important position than quarterback. I think that with that in mind, if we're agreeing on that, I will take it the next server. next step and say that I'm not. I, I would take that side. I, I do see like I'd have to see yet to see it. 
personally. Yeah, I see. Once the I other see side it, I'll believe it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I mean, look at. I think the Bengals are the prime example of this. Like Joe Burrow, no offense, but like he was not who we thought he was until they got Jamar Chase, <laughs> right? Like we we were pretty. We were. I we would push back rookie. on that a lot. Well, he because they've played. stayed afloat without him. Well, they've had, had like forty-two games. Like they've been doing really well on offense without Jamar Chase. I, think I will that, say it makes but, them okay, a Super Bowl that's, team with that's him this year. I'm referring to who we thought Joe Burrow was before they drafted Jamar Chase and who he became with Jamar Chase. Does that make sense? I, I'm agreeing with you in all aspects. I just don't want to make sure, like, giving basically the receiver more credit than needs. Like, he, the receivers aren't making these quarterbacks. Like, th- these guys that are coming out, like, they I have talent. They'd succeed with different weapons. See, I don't know. That I, sentence. You know, like, I, that Tom, sentence... Brady's, Tom Brady's done it his entire career. I think Brady is uh, an anomaly. I would agree with that. I think Peyton Manning was an anomaly. Drew Brees, um, Rodgers. Like, Drew you can Brees, go down the list. Rodgers, of... I'm a little more hesitant. He's always had a top 10 receiver on his team, and now we're seeing him without it. Um, mm. Although he's been hurt, and we'll talk about that as we get there. But a lot of ma- He made a lot of guys, though. Jordy Nelson. He did. He did. he did. He did. He not, did. Not these yes. first-round picks, you know. Um, but I think it's just – it can be a debate for the whole day. A receiver like, can make a quarterback. I think Tyreek Hill has proven that to me. A receiver can make a quarterback um, because no one's doubting yeah. Tua anymore, and that's really the only thing that's oh. changed. But yeah, I don't have much more to say. Patriots, Vikings to circle all the way back. Other than I'm concerned about the Vikings defense astronomically, and um, the Patriots are exactly who I think they are—a mediocre team who's going to be competitive with every team they play. The Commanders of the AFC. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very very well put. Uh, all right, so that yeah. takes us next game. I don't really want to talk about Sunday. This. I, yeah, Sunday, Sunday, um, Sunday. First Sunday game on the list. Ooh, this is week 13. I have is Texans Dolphins. Do we really need to talk about this? <laughs> no. 27 to 0. I think that was in danger of getting shot down in like the third quarter. Like it was 30 to 0 for a while there. I did have Texans plus 14 and a half, so uh, that hurt a little bit, not mm. going to lie. But um, cover that. But Kyle Allen's just not very good. You know, I, 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 took before, I took it before. I took it before the Davis Mills benching, and, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not too yeah. sure about it. Because um, I, you know, I did. Dolphins keep rolling. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, um, okay, here's yeah. a game. And, and you guys got to forgive me. Obviously, I was at the Browns Bucks game, so I, I didn't. I, I, I've briefly watched flows, game flows of these games, but uh, Bengals Titans. Uh, I, I picked the Titans. You picked the Bengals. And just looking at the box score here, Bengals prevail. No Joe Mixon. Uh, Smashy P Ryan had a nice day. It was close all day, and actually Tannehill, given the circumstances, did okay. Um, I did like see. I did see Traylon Burks's garbage. Uh, Fantasy touchdown when when yeah. fumbles it into the end zone. Yeah, that that was uh oh boy. But hey, it was really kind of the result of what happened last year. I think it was like 16-13 for the Bengals Titans game. This is interesting. And this was a similar story. Derrick Henry only had thirty eight yards rushing on seventeen carries. That is very very interesting. Yeah, it, he had that one. It was a screen, so it didn't count as a run. But it was a either way. Yeah, like on the day, uh, you know, hundred yards. 100. Like yeah. he, he he was contained in terms of 
that offense kind of expects, you know, I would say 150 plus scrimmage yards from him to is win. Is it? Is it weird for me? Is it astronomical for me to say the Bengals kind of have the Titans number? Uh yeah. I don't think that's out of the question. Which is I think. which is it's just weird to me because it, it, it first off, no Joe Mixon, number one. Number two or Jamar Chase. Or, or Jamar Chase, yeah. And it's like it's I just don't think I don't see the Bengals defense being that dominant against the run either. So it's like it's very peculiar that they have now consistently found a way to win this game. Um, I yeah, guess I, I, I just think the Bengals scheme really well on defense. Because really, uh, there's not a whole lot of people on there that stand out. And like Jesse Bates, I mean, they got solid. They just have solid guys at every position, it seems like. Trey Hendrickson is very underrated. And they just play really well in games like this. They show up. And so a lot of people, they think of the Bengals as this high-powered offense team which is true but it's just not only that like it's a more complete team than people realize the really only hole is that offensive line but they made up for it and I I really think at this point especially after what happened to the Ravens I I'm confident the Bengals are gonna they're gonna write this shit man I think they're gonna get yeah well they're gonna get Jamar Um, Chase back with fresh legs and yeah, they're really heating up at the right time. Uh, which you know what, man? I'm happy. They're one of the most fun teams to watch in football when they're hot. So, yeah, Bengals, Dolphins would be a great new era conference championship. Oh, can you imagine any of any oh. of those four AFC teams? AFC teams: Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Dolphins playing each yeah. other. You imagine if that was a divisional weekend right there? Somehow, it probably mm. would be some matchup of that Final Four. Oh man, I, I yeah. I very much would like that. That would be that would be fun to watch. T. Higgins, uh, he's a superstar. That's why I drafted him a bunch of leagues. Glad to be happy. Um, or glad glad that paid off, I guess. Um, even though yeah. I, I I ended up losing, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Bears, Jets. Not much to say here other than uh, Mike White. Mike White, Mike baby. White. I, I forgot. Mike White, twenty-two of twenty-eight, three fifteen and three. Touchdown. Talk about a master class. I mean, that was a practice squad Bears defense. Don't get me wrong, but led wow. By, with the offense led by Trevor Simeon. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I took the Bears, the Jets here. I figured Fields wasn't going to play. So, no, um, and they looked the best they had an offense all year. Granted, it wasn't against the best defense, but to be far and away better, I mean, this team's used to winning by scoring like 17 points. Yeah. So the fact they're able to get 30, even it's if they're good getting 21-28 I mean, consistently. Good to see Garrett that's... Wilson back to what he was as this big oh. threat before Zach Wilson got on the field. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that's, that's, how that's, bad that you know, got. But... Elijah Moore, I know he only had two catches with 64 yards and a touchdown. I mean, they have good receivers, man. Like, use them. They got a team. <laughs> They, they, squad, like they, they actually have a team to see somehow. A Mike White-led Jets team taken to the promised land. I, I, I would love to see that. Oh, scary. this screams like Mark Sanchez. They're going to upset a team like the Chiefs or something and get to the conference championship and then just get waxed by like the Bengals or the Dolphins. I would, like, I would love to see it, man. I would love it would to see be, it. Yeah, For I, I don't White know. That's just a, off the it. wall. But yeah, yeah. Shout out Mike White. Masterclass of a performance. Not much else to say there, other than Mike White. <laughs> He's a dog. Uh, Falcons, yeah. commies. This was uh, Falcons are competitive. It's close. Um, Mariota. This is the most Mariota looking stat line. Fifteen of twenty five hundred seventy four yards touchdown pick. 
they had yep. 150 yards rushing. Mariota had six for 50. Cordell, 50 yards. Tyler Algier, 50 yards. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, it sucks because I thought Atlanta was going to take this division. but And you know what? They still can because the Bucks lost too. But um, Commanders are just – they're just good, man. Taylor Heineke's that guy. That's, that's the bottom Yeah, they, they play well around him. And I think that does go for something. You know, you see how guys were reacting to Zach Wilson. And I think even players with Kyler Murray. And there's even more cases around the league that I'm not getting to. But that is an underrated thing. And the commanders are better off for it. And bottom line, they it, it wasn't shocking, though, right? They always win these yeah. low-scoring games. I mean, the Falcons, if they're not going to score over 20 points, they're not going to win. Yeah, it's well said. They can scare teams. You know, they can scare teams in the playoffs. They're still in the division hunt. That's that's the bottom line. The Bucks are uh, five and six. The Commanders are five and seven. So they're right there. Um, all right, we can talk Browns Bucks here. So this is a game. Obviously, uh, I'm going to know the best because I was there. Um, yeah. It was really boring. I'm just going to be honest um, until the final six minutes or so when everybody decided to start scoring. So, um, look, man, the Bucks, their problems are so clear, and that's what we've been saying all year long. Brady has no time, and he is not mobile enough to create time. Um, and Miles Garrett made that very apparent, even on the plays they weren't getting home. The mm. Bucks are just forced. And, and me, I noticed this at the game, and my dad said the same thing. He was like, dude, it'd be like third and 15, and they have to run like a screenplay and hope it breaks because they can't get down the field, right? Or or yeah. he's got to check down right away to Godwin on the, on the quick out or Cameron break. And if they get behind the sticks, it's over. Um, And, and I don't see that changing. I don't mm. see that changing. I don't see them solving that this year because it, it's just like so apparent that they, they can't get the run game going super well or a consistent. I started Rashad White in my in one of my leagues. He had a nice day. Um, but that's because Brady threw it to him seven times because this yeah. is what he has to do. So look, Godwin looked great. 12 for 110 and a touchdown. Obviously, it's a big day. They need to get Mike Evans more involved. But the problem is, is Mike Evans is best used as a deep threat. Yeah, they can't time. get him down the field. That's literally the bottom line is they don't have time to get him down the field. Um, and the Browns, man, shout out David Njoku. That's probably the best catch I've ever seen in person in my entire life. That was freaking Oh, yeah, and clutch. That was – Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never in my life have I been, like, so out of control of a reaction to something. It was genuinely, like, he made – and I'm not rooting for either team, too. That's the funny thing. I'm rooting for just a good game. And he makes that catch uh, to – Bit almost for well, it did end up forcing OT, but I thought that we were going to get a vintage Brady game winning drive, and I was going to be like, Yo, that's sick. We didn't. Um, but he forces OT with just an insane catch. Instead, we got vintage Brissette. Uh, I love it twice, love to see which it. I, you know what, I'm just as happy with. Um, Amari Cooper, solid day. Najoku, great day. Nick Chubb, he's Nick Chubb, 116 yards, and you don't even notice it. Um, yeah, I do have one more thing to say about being there. Browns fans, very nice people. Um, very, very into the, you know, uh, very lovable losers, kind of like the Chicago Cubs. It's just kind of like, yeah, you know, you root for your team. Huh. And, uh, 
you know, they root for the team, they root hard. So, and you know, they suck. So it was good to see nice. passionate fans for, for a poor franchise. But um, I kept, I kept, so, you know, when you watch red zone and like, you don't know if the clip has already happened yet. So you're watching your fantasy team and sometimes you see like, Oh, he scored a touchdown and I haven't seen it yet. Like, Oh, Nick Chubb scored a touchdown and I haven't seen it yet on red zone. So I kept doing yeah. that while I was at the game because I was trying to pay attention to like my teams and the other games. And it would come to like our game and I would see something live and I would like flip. I would be like, oh man, I wonder like if they got that stat yet. Or like, oh, is that the stat that I just saw come up on my screen? Like if Godwin got a catch, I'd be like, oh, right. is that his eighth catch, catch when it was actually his ninth? Because I wasn't realizing that there's no delay because I'm literally sitting at the game live. It was so, it happened to me like 15 times. I was like, I'm an idiot. Like I kept thinking like, oh, there's going to be some sort of stats delay. It's not, I I was was lightning quick. I was being really dumb. Um, thinking that the game was behind ESPN, which is just not possible. Right. Yeah. It's the world of the NFL. We both had the Bucks in this game. Honestly, for an overtime game, I don't have much to say. Both these teams are bad, and their seasons are over. Um, mathematically, though, this dropped the the. Uh, well, I guess not mathematically, but we'll move on to Ravens Jaguars. I have no idea what happened in this game. Honestly, I I, I did I just kind of figured the Ravens were going to roll. Do you have any insight as to why they lost this game? They still not a close. They play so well. Did they, did they go for and... two or something to go for the win? Oh, yeah. Jags went for two, won it. And uh, I believe that's how that, that ended. Hey, um, I'll say this. I don't ever see Davis Mills Trevor Lawrence 321 and three touchdowns. And now, listen, that obviously became before all this. And actually, I watched a compilation of uh, Trevor Lawrence in like the fourth quarters making big time throws. So I, I will definitely actually bury that take. Oh, man, wow. I won that. I'll mulligan. Yeah, because, I mean, listen, Davis Mills, even if he's got talent or whatever, you see this with talented quarterbacks. I think Tyler Huntley could be a starting quarterback for a couple teams, but they're on the fringe. I, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is on the fringe. It's just seeing the confidence against the Ravens. I understand that defense is what it used to be, but, like, he was just stepping in the throws, hitting guys like Jamal Agnew and Jamichael Hasty, like, I can't take anything away from that. And wow, Zay Jones yeah, eleven I, for one forty-five. Right, and Zay Jones is a fine receiver, but he's no DeAndre Hopkins, Devonta, yeah. like big-time name. And it, there was just some just money throws that the Jags got to be happy. Uh, a lot of the players are coming out saying I'm also playing for Doug Peterson. I didn't think the job was going to be in jeopardy. Saying but, what? They love Doug Peterson. Oh, like, they love it, him. like okay. yeah, like Andrew Wingard came out and was like, "Yeah, I'd die for that dude." Like, good man. That, that, this this franchise deserves it at this point, man. They've had a rough go. Um, oh yeah, and to get your coach to... and quarterback locked down, I think is huge. Well, and really it's just the, like the... think about where they were five years ago. They had this just incredible huh. breakout season. Saxonville, and, the, and then every single player asks to leave. Like, just a complete dysfunction of a franchise. Truly, yeah. like, Ramsey demands a trade, Calais Campbell, all those guys. Nobody's left. And so, uh, I've never disliked the Jaguars that much. I mean, kind of a level loser thing as well. But, um, 
Yeah, I, I'm not gonna rub in the Trevor Lawrence take. He seemed to be pretty pretty genuine about it, so I'm not gonna I could be a jerk. But yeah, he just has a no, high, I, he has a really it, high ceiling. Like, did, did, oh, like up this, until that time, and I wasn't acknowledging that. I was just acknowledging in terms of like play, they were mm-hmm. comparable. But yeah, it was clear as day. Like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is always at the higher ceiling. Was he gonna attain it? I mean, shoot, Zach Wilson in theory is a high ceiling, higher than Mike White. That's, that's why he was playing. That's, that's debatable. Actually. Well, but... that's, you got to take it as a second overall pick. I mean, I mean, I mean, theoretically, the Mike White's ceiling was what, like 450 yards last year. I don't think Wilson's had half of that in that game. Like, we're but... we're talking relative to prospect. Yes, I mean, that's I understand. You know, like and you know it's... what, we were doing a podcast, so we can't check the receipts. But I, I will say, I never liked Zach Wilson's prospect. However, I did not think he was going to be. As bad oh, as taking! Bad as bad. I really thought Fields should have been the second quarterback. I um, would agree with that. That the fact that the second, didn't happen I, I, is still. Yeah, I, I, I know you're like the Trey Lance. You like, well, like, yeah, I, ha- I have to. Like, I, have I to get it. I get it. And you know what? I understand it. But at this point, he hasn't played, so you know. He definitely yeah, he can't. Trey Lance fits way better in San Francisco than anywhere else, and I think everybody can agree with that. That that was why they picked him. He's a perfect fit for Kyle Shanahan. Um, I'd agree. And we've yet to see it, which is sad to see, sad to say, but hopefully. No, imagine if the Fields was on the Jets. I know we're getting a little off topic. Oh, he'd be terrible. Back, but... He'd be terrible. Really? You think so? Well, okay, if he was on this, jet, this Jets team. This Jets team this year? Uh, he'd be great. I feel like that, I don't know if that, that team might may lose a game or two. I don't, I the best of both, best best of but, both worlds. But I mean, do do with Justin Fields on the Jets? Do they win a game or two and then not get Brees Hall and mess that? I mean, it's a whole it's a whole what if. But if if you were oh, to just yeah, swap yeah. Wilson for Fields, right? Just a clean a much, swap. Was they'd be a much better team. But, they'd be a much yeah. better. Team. But at the start of the year, I think we can both say we were both not very high on Fields. As a passer, no, and even then, people are still going to question it. He still has kind of yet to prove it with like real weapons. But I just as a talent, he he's in he's in the Jalen Hurts to get anybody open. <laughs> it's like it's yeah, the Tom Brady last year. Was like, he is just Jalen Hurts able to throw? Is he going to be his passer? Lamar Jackson had this and, come and, up. And, hey, it always happens. Receiver argument. Years. Look what so, happened when they got AJ Brown. Right. So I just think it's a matter of time for Fields. That's why it's. I'm not going to, you agree. know, think the jury's out and be like, oh, he's a bad passer. I think this just needs to be decided. Yeah. Uh, but we can move on because yeah. I know there's yeah a lot of games actually to cover considering. It, see any buys um, yeah that's true we should probably probably pick up the pace uh all right so i i just saw this score as well I, like i said i was at the game so didn't get to follow a couple of couple of these games so we both picked the seahawks beat the raiders and looks like the raiders won in overtime. yeah walk off overtime seattle's defense has been concerning all year it just completely folded wow, um, josh walker. mcdaniels did a smart thing yeah you can walk didn't really show up that's two touchdowns. Oh, Twenty six yards is rough. Yeah, it, G- it was, uh, Gino in probably his worst game of the year. Three hundred twenty eight yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Right, the one He's interception. So good. He's but, so good, man. Yeah, uh, I, that's why I'm not worried about. Him. You oh know, my like gosh! Well. How did I not see this on Twitter? Two twenty nine. Oh, you didn't see Josh a, Jacobs? The forty five points, forty eight points, wherever scoring it was cooked me in two of my fantasy leagues like it's um no it was kind of nuts man he had it, it 74 was crazy. receiving yards as well holy cow yeah like josh over Jacobs 300 breakout. scrimmage yards hey yeah no josh mcdaniels actually did a smart thing he uh 
decided to give it to yeah good players and look at look at how that turned out um <laughs> i tell you what man it, you talk about the josh jacobs fifth year option thing that's kind of crazy i don't really have they much. declined I don't really it have it. yeah they declined it at the start of the year and so uh, like they, they just kind of throw them up there with throw them up there with uh masked or untucked Kyrie, um masked lebron <laughs> Uh, fifth year no pickup, yeah. Josh Jacobs, <laughs> like <laughs> vengeance throw tour. Them, throw them out there with you know those guys because uh, yeah, this is this is quite a year for Josh Jacobs because I, I, I gotta be honest, I'm not he's already surpassed his career totals, and wow. there's like five or six more games to go. Wow! So uh, that's yeah. Good shout out, Josh Jacobs, man, getting that cash. Uh, oh, as yeah. a running back yeah. because now the Raiders are going to overpay and continue. He's going to overpay you know, and schedule of ineptitude. He's going to regress to the mean. So don't ever overpay yeah. for a running back because running backs are meaningless and the most short shelf life. And yeah, so you can find one next year. Tough, very tough for the Raiders. They're going to overpay for Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs, and then uh, they're going to have the their payroll is going to consist of Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs and nobody else. They're going to be really bad for a long time. So, yeah, uh, yeah I would like to see the Seahawks win this game, but uh, I don't know if this changes my opinion about them very much. Gonna be honest, the offense didn't have problems. Yeah, it's just a matter if I mean, the defense locks down. Was this was this in Seattle? Yeah, so I was a little surprised. They went for Vegas surprised. then to go into Seattle. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if probably one of their one of me two or three positive things this year. So yeah, good for them. All right, couple more left. Uh, Chargers sneak by the Cardinals. I, I, this is way closer than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, and Bra- Brandon Staley, you know, is going to get the praise for calling and going for two. But if he missed this, I, I mean, it's we could play the what if could have game, but I still think he stinks as a coach. The Cardinals I, realistically, you don't, you're not going to hear won. a debate from that. Uh, no, that yeah, and I, I just, so, oh, like I hate this because it's just what the Chargers do every year. They're going to. Keep it close. Oh, five and five. A... Let's win a game. Yeah, it's Who's next so ri- <laughs> just ridiculous that a team for since like 2010. Wow, I didn't do. even put this together. I wish we'd have been able to do a preview podcast because the amount of Brandon Staley versus Cliff Kingsbury jokes I would have made would have been absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah, it, oh, this is just mad. And and then for it to come down to one point and a complete coach off is actually hilarious to me. <laughs> Nah, it's I, I, I gotta be honest. There's no way Kingsbury makes it to next year, right? He shouldn't. I, I, I realistically, there's no reason to. I think you you try somebody are, else. People are waking up to Kyler being a complete cancer as well. So that might he might be on the way out. It's pretty soon here too. He was figure it out. Well, yeah, and we we'd love to see that, but that that contract, man. Unless he forces his way out, which I'm not putting it past him to do. Um, it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. Good to see Marquise Brown uh, for fantasy reasons out target DeAndre Hopkins. Just made a uh, made a trade for him. Um, mm. So very very pleased with that investment right now. But that's all I have. Uh, needed more out of Joshua Palmer in fantasy this week, but ten points for a wide receiver too. I can't like complain. But um, looking at the numbers, three touchdowns for Herbert. Did you see the thing? I think it was Emmanuel Cho. He was like, Justin Herbert is a social media quarterback. I don't even know what that means. Did you see that take? I don't know what that means either. 
He doesn't even have social media. Yeah, what is that? Is he? He, t- he, he doesn't have like, social media. He, he was trying. I, yeah, to I don't say, know what that like, means. He makes but like he's flashy or something. Yeah, like he makes the pretty throws, but he but he doesn't win games. Which, uh, you know what? I can but get behind. Even... I can get behind a little of Justin Herbert. Like doesn't win enough games, slander. But uh, give him some weapons first, and then we can make that and and a competent coach, and then we can have that conversation. Right, Kirk Cousins that, conversation. They have so many players on IR every year for some reason. That's just. A thing with their franchise, I mean, dude, right? You, not having a coach. You want to talk about poor receiving cores? Like this guy, Keenan Allen. He's a great wide receiver one, but he is nowhere near what. He's, he's not a wide receiver one. Around, he's, right? he's never, never on I mean, the field. He's a fringe top ten receiver in the league at his best since Herbert's been there. At his best, even yeah, I don't even think he is anymore. Right? So I mean, it's like, not like you have Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase for Justin Herbert, you know. Guys, some Tyree Hill, yeah, yeah. You, you never had that, so yeah, I, I yeah. rest my case. Good for the Chargers staying at their trajectory of nine and eight, like they shoot for every year. Nine and eight, first team out. You know, yeah. you know the drill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saints, 49ers. I was really salty. Juwan Johnson I picked him up in a couple weeks. Play him. He's been hot like four straight weeks with a touchdown. Wide receiver or tight end two since week six. Zero catches, zero yards. Played the whole game. Did some did some cardio for me, but uh, yeah, it doesn't score any points. Um, but I expected the Niners to win this game. I also expected them to score more points. So their uh, defense is really good. I, I know the Saints isn't like crazy offensive juggernaut, but I don't think the 49ers have really let anybody get through them all year. I think it's very clear what McCaffrey's role is developing into, which is what some people predicted is uh, mm. a running back by committee, which decreases his fantasy value. But Of course. Um, you gotta love is, having, uh, uh, I got a question for you. League. I got a question for you. Just a short debate here. Who's the best? Who's the number one receiver in San Francisco? <laughs> I mean, in terms of what Kyle Shannon was, it's probably Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> That's either, true. That's true. It's either That's handed true. off. It's Well, Elijah Mitchell's hurt now, but it's, you hand it off to your running back one A, then it's hand off to running back one B, maybe fine. Kittle, if not, throw it to your running back that you line up at receiver, your running back one C and Debo, and you do a little screen, a little end <laughs> around. One C. I think yeah, like, um, it's Brandon. He Ayuk, does the most creative. These... Yeah. You know, like like getting the ball different people, like these flip shovel passes that are passes. Just to make it so Jimmy G gets over 20 attempts. Like, you're not fooling anybody. They extend everything off a run game. He's That's... the best running game coordinator in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, there there is no wide receiver one. That's your answer. Yeah, if anybody it's gets just it, a bunch like, of running backs. McCaffrey. There's just a bunch of running like, backs playing. Yeah, <laughs> we, we'd have to really just look at who gets the most amount of touches. Like, That's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. As of late, and especially going forward with Elijah Mitchell out, it's going to be McCaffrey. So, yeah, good for him. All right. That takes us to one final game, and it's not going to take us very long to talk about. Uh, Rams-Chiefs. Mm. I have nothing else to say here. I mean, Bryce Perkins started. Tough. Yeah, what else did you Just, expect? man, how how far the mighty have fallen, man. That, that's Wasn't that supposed to be America's game of the week, man? Like, I'm pretty sure that was yeah. advertised going in. and Oh, boy. That's yeah. uh tough scene. Tough I, I scene. mean, good for Bryce Perkins getting some NFL experience, but 
it went just uh just about Chiefs roll. No, yeah. uh, you know, no shocker. Now for the game that I am oh so excited. For the first time in a long time, I am excited to talk Packer football. And I'm mm. curious to know if you know why. Uh, probably because we should play Jordan Love. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like, like I've been saying that for years, man. Maybe not years, but all year. Yeah, let's, let's scale it. I mean, come on. Until we were like completely out of it, it was let's see what Rodgers can do. But yeah, I'm at this point to not play Jordan Love from every week here on out is a disservice to the franchise. I think Gutekunst has no balls if he doesn't. Because here's what here's we what talk he did about by something. drafting Jordan Love in the first place. No, yeah, go for it. Before we get to the Jordan Love hype train that I've been waiting so long, I'm the only one. I was the only one. Go check the receipts. No Packers fans agreed with me. I will continue to take this victory lap. I was the only one who said, let's give him a shot. At this point, what do we have to lose, right? Wait, I'm not writing him off. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. All this down stuff. the victory lap, but you're oh, going no. off. He had a good drive, I, and he's, right. he's the future. No, I'm the victory. I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying that all these Packers fans now are like, oh, he might actually be good after just assuming he was trash. And I think that was really mm. But what yeah, my, my, my question to you that, is, yeah. my question to you is this. We now know that Rodgers has been playing with some sort of thumb injury. They say it's broken. I, I, I don't really know what what I'm assuming that's correct. But you know, um, has Rodgers yeah. been playing through this injury for the sole purpose of not letting Jordan Love get on the field? Yeah, I, I mean, well, I mean, pro- I, I, well, I, why wouldn't you? Why why would you if you have a shot to be the guy to go and win your team a Super Bowl? I mean, as much as people want to criticize Rodgers for his personality or whatever. You are he's played through a couple in different injuries in his career when it came to things like that. He's in his like 18th or 19th year. You at some point are like you're tough as a dude. You can make all these comments about Rodgers and people can have all sorts of views, but at the end of the day, he's gonna suit up, he's gonna suit up. That's why he's gonna try and play next week. Like he'll play out the rest of the season just because that's who he is. You look at Favre. Favre never wanted to get pulled. They always have that view of like somebody's behind him. It does mean well, Jordan Love's have good. I don't have a that's problem my thing. With like wanting to play through injury. Let's just get that off the table. But but my question is this is 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 Roger scared of what love means for him? I think every quarterback is always scared of getting that's what I was my point is I, I don't think like he's gonna he's oh yeah, I, I can't let this guy, you know, see the field. Otherwise he would have found a way to stay out there even if he saw the field. Like He's going to try and play next week. Yeah. He, he's Aaron Rodgers, man. Like, I don't think we need to go in this to be like, oh, he's not letting Jordan Love see field because Jordan Love is going to beat him out and he's a better quarterback. I'm never going to get behind that. And I think Jordan Love is going to have to do a lot to prove he's anywhere near that caliber. I, here's what I have to say. Okay. And I've said this since the 49er game uh, in 2008, all right. Whatever year that was, I believe it was 2007, we go to the NFC Championship game with Brett Favre. Uh, and we all know the fiasco that was. Favre did not help himself. He retired and said, oh, I want to come back. And the team was like, well, how the heck are we supposed to play him for the future if, you, if you're just going to you know, show up when you want? So, no, we don't want you, right? And he goes to the Jets. It's terrible. Then he goes to the Vikings. It's good. Uh, but the, 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 the first couple of years with Rodgers, I, granted, they won a Super Bowl in 10, but uh, I think they were 8-8 eight eight. his first season. It wasn't great. First season, 6-10. 6-10, eight and eight and right. then 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, he was, he was not great. He wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, 
and then he developed, and th- and he had sat on the bench for three years. What year did we draft uh, Jordan Love? 2019. I think it's weird how history repeats itself, man. I, I really do, and I wouldn't be surprised if Love is the guy come next fall. Uh, and and there's some fiasco with Rodgers. You know, they find a way to get rid of him <laughs> because because of the cap problems that he brings and, and the chemistry problems and everything else and the chemistry with the Fleur and all all this stuff and, and all the drama. And you know what? As a Packers fan, I, I don't like the way that we've treated Aaron Rodgers this year. Okay, I'll be the first one to say I am just as guilty as anybody else. Uh, we owe Aaron Rodgers way more than I've ever. Asked. I mean, he's given us more than we could have ever asked for. He's been Top five quarterback, top three quarterback all time, in my opinion, right? One of the most efficient guys to ever play the, play the game. One of his talents in He's better than Favre. How do you do that, right? How do you be better than Favre? He was an all-time great when he retired. And, and I think it's consensus now. Even non pack even Bears fans say, Rodgers is better than Favre. Yeah. Right? Which is crazy to no think question. about. Crazy to think about. But it, but it's so obvious. Um, and, and you know what? You hate to see him go out like this. That, that, that's, that's the bottom line. You really you hate to see him go out like this. He's a two-time reigning MVP. And. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're probably not even going to win 70 games. And, you know, the the fan base turned on him. He didn't help himself with the threatening to retire, however many years ago that was and all that stuff. But the fan base turned on him in the end. Uh, You know what? It's eerily similar to what happened to Favre. With that being said, yeah, history repeats itself. And uh, I'm, as I said, Way back when, even when we, I saw this, even when we drafted Love, I thought it was a bad pick. Didn't understand it at the time. Fired up Rodgers. We got some good years, but uh, ultimately we didn't get a Super Bowl out of it. And, yeah, so uh, still a bad pick. Here we are. I'm, um, I'm ready to give it a go. I'm, I'm all in. If I wasn't before, I'm all in on Love. Um, why? I just don't see why not. You pick this guy. Let's ride with it. Before we get there, though, I think we can all agree. Defensive coordinator. I don't even think he should be in the be in the facilities today. I, I, he needs to be gone. Yeah, so far. I mean, let's just let's just. I've never been these. a Joe Barry fan. <laughs> let's just read off some stats. Uh, Jalen Hurts, seventeen carries, one hundred fifty-seven yards. <laughs> Jalen Hurts actually only threw for one hundred fifty yards, threw two touchdowns. Miles Sanders, twenty-one carries, one hundred forty-three yards. Kevin Gainwell, eight carries. 39 yards, touchdown. Sanders had two touchdowns. Boston Scott. I, by the way, I did watch this game in the car, so I can actually talk about the flow and all that stuff. Uh, Boston Scott, three for 24. Let's do some quick maths. That's uh, that's probably over 300. I don't even care enough to add it up. It's close to 300 if it's not. Yeah, no, they ran it up. They, they ran, it, 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 was, it was ugly. It was just, really ugly. There's the no fact, shot of them stopping here's, anything. Here's what's crazy. <laughs> the Packers were somehow in this game. <laughs> yeah, they were never going to win. I knew the whole time they were never going to win, but they were in the game. So, look, the Packers are not that far off, if you ask me. If, if Christian Watson is going to continue to break out like this, um, they're not that far off. They really aren't. They have that guy that we talked about, right? He's not there yet, uh, but they potentially have a wide receiver one. And he could be really good. And they just got to figure out the quarterback situation. And, my God, they have to figure out their defense situation. We've been saying that for a long yeah. time about this, as Packer fans. Um, Eagles, I am continually growing concerned, man. They are having close games with bad teams, including the Packers. Um, and to mm. give up as many, you know, I thought A.J. Dillon had a nice day. Aaron Jones had 43 yards rushing. It, 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 to give up 33 points to the Packers offense is really bad. That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a bad football, man. So, 
No, yeah. I, uh, I digress. I'll give you a chance to give your Jordan Love take. I've been kind of ranting with, with, with excitement because my, my, I feel vindicated. But uh, go ahead. The floor is yours. I, I mean, I'm just curious on, like, what you're – like, are you getting behind the fact you think Jordan Love's going to be good? Because I'm not doubting that he should play. I've never doubted that. Once we are mathematically eliminated, which I believe at this point, we need to see what we have. It's stupid. To I not. think that I like, think it's going to Kunst. If you if you lay down and don't play, you just let Rogers play through it. I think he needs to get out as a GM because at that point he, he stirred up everything in the beginning. The whole reason Rogers was like, yeah, like was because he made the pick for Jordan Love. None of this whole fiasco and discomfort with the organization, all that, wouldn't have happened if he didn't. So if he's not going to stand behind the guy that he picked, I I don't think, like, why is he building a roster? Because what he's built is a salary cap dumpster fire for the next <laughs> couple of years. We, I'm sorry, like, as much as I love Aaron Rodgers, he's clearly way better than Jordan Love. I'm on the train that, I think well, that Jordan, this was how the year I, okay. went. We should have traded him last year. We're... We have $50 million, like $100 million guaranteed Aaron Rodgers now for the next couple of years. It's like three years, $150 million, 100 of that is guaranteed. So we can't even trade him next year and actually without getting like $50 million in dead cap. So next year is, I mean, this is basically do or die for Jordan Love, my opinion. He's got five or six weeks to try out for us or other teams. And we'll make is he going to play? Fifth year. And I, that's I think... uh, ultimately if Goats Koontz doesn't do that, I don't, think that's, I don't think that's his year. decision. I think that's Matt LaFleur's decision. I think it's an organizational. I, I don't think. So Matt here's LaFleur why I'm excited about Jordan. The, how can Matt LaFleur justify playing Aaron Rodgers at this point? At 4-8, uh, with all the injuries, a 38, 39-year-old dude. Because he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and it's, again, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's clearly, imposing, I, think, I mean, there's no debate. Imposing his will on the organization. My, my excitement, thing. my excitement comes from the future prospect of Jordan Love running the Matt LaFleur offense, which is of the Shanahan tree, which doesn't need an incredible quarterback to be successful. Right. Uh, and that's just the cherry on top if you get it. OK, so and, and I think that yeah. Love could be that we've had the we've had the discussion. Roger still wants to play McCarthy ball, all this stuff. Right. And, and you see that, right? He just mm. wants to line it up for two by two sets, three by one sets, just no motions, no nothing. Just get out there. For somebody who was terrible before Matt LaFleur showed up, uh, yeah, I find that interesting. We've had that debate. Um, but that that's what excites me about Jordan Love. I think – I will definitely say Rodgers is a better quarterback today than Jordan Love is, obviously. But uh, tomorrow or, 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 or November 28th, 2023 – that's where I start to question. Hmm. There might be something. Yeah, hey, if that if that's if that's the hill you want to get behind, I'm not gonna, you know, like again, you want to get on a Jordan Love train. I, I'm all for it. I know a lot of people aren't. I just personally have not seen enough warranted other than one great drive against the Eagles. I mean, well, last year everyone was just forgetting when he got to play in a team that was rolling. He played a Matt Lafleur system against a tanking Lions team, and he threw two or three picks. We lost the game. And he played very bad. And like everyone's kind of just putting that to the side and also putting aside the fact that there's a reason Rodgers has held the job up until this point because Jordan Love hasn't been ready since 2019. So for him, I think to just expect to even take over well, you can't bench next a year without struggles. You can't bench a two-time MVP. 
I mean, you, you got to remember the the, the bench no. and Rogers thing was never a question because he was playing incredible until this year, and and that's fair. But even like the trade rumors between the Broncos and, and, and I'll still say they they chose to hang on to Rogers and give him the extension. And they I'll chose that that Rogers is not the number one reason we're terrible this year. <laughs> I no, don't think he's played no. that bad. The, 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 the lack of receivers are an option. Poor old line plays and option. The, the the demise of AJ Dillon and poor play calling is another. And well, well the defense, obviously, I, that doesn't need to be said. But the rushing defense yeah. specifically, I think the passing defense is, is actually not terrible. But yeah, that's we'll have to get into a Packers deep dive during the off season because honestly, we could go list by list here, position wise. I think Aaron Jones, you can make the case, is overpaid. I think there's a lot of guys in that defense that. You look at Jair Alexander. I said Aaron Jones was overpaid. Over, I said Aaron Jones was overpaid when he signed that deal. You just don't pay a running back that much money. I just you can't. Yeah, you can't. I can't this, philosophical. And then I said, when we didn't have room for Devontae, which we did end up clearing the room for Devontae, but I was like, dude, we're going to pay Aaron Jones all this money. And I love Aaron Jones. He's a, he's a goal to, I mean, he's like, he just, he's, no, he's a it's, packer, it's again, right? it's not a knock on him. But it's not. Yeah. It's just like, dude, Devontae. It's the position. Clear valuable than Aaron Jones and look at where we are now because of that because yeah. and, and hey let's rewind why didn't Devonte want to resign in 2020 2021 before this last off two off seasons ago because they didn't know if Aaron Rodgers was going to be there because he's threatening retirement doing all this stuff so you can go down there yeah. we'll have to do a deep dive in the timeline because that would be fun to just shred, yeah shred my favorite oh, I'm gonna rip Goonta Coons man I hate but, that guy uh, yeah oh Eagles will roll. I, I I still am concerned. I really am about that. Yeah, I mean, not not seven, to change man. pace, but I think I think I'm either tied overall with you for picks now. I, I got a game on you this week. The Steelers. Yes, you did. Won. Steelers just won twenty four seventeen. Jonathan Taylor scored more than eleven points, so that's all I really nice. care about tonight. But fantasy purposes, yeah, yeah. Uh, that puts us at one hundred two and seventy eight for the two of us. Um, going into next week wow. tied going into week 13 i am shocked it's really kind of shocking how close this actually is so i was 10 and 6 this week you were 11 and 5 uh and just because we didn't have the preview uh, we'll go through we'll go through the picks so we both picked the bills we both picked the cowboys you guys heard this on the uh wednesday podcast uh and then i mm-hmm. picked the patriots you picked the vikings we both have the dolphins you had the Bengals. i have the titans we both have the panthers which ironically <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day where we both picked the Panthers, and then we were both right. But here we are. Ross is buried and dead to me. <laughs> He's dude. You want to talk about a bad cap situation? We're talking about Rogers, dude. Broncos somehow got it worse. Right. Somehow, some way. I think it might go down as the worst trade in the history of football. But yeah, um, both have the Jets, third string quarterback for the Bears. You know, second string. Both have the Commies, which I was surprised. I was tempted to pick the Falcons, but. Uh, Ended up trusting my gut with Heineke and it rolled. Both had the Bucks, both lost there. Both had the Ravens, both lost there. Both had the Seahawks, both lost there. Uh, three games that I actually probably would have put in my most confident of the week. So there goes that. Uh, I had the Chargers, you had the Cardinals. I, I saw you, you texted me Cardinals. Actually, I, I do have to ask, what, where, what was the logic behind that one? Oh, uh, they were a two point conversion away from me being right. Okay, yes, but it is the Cardinals. <laughs> and it's, it was real. I mean, I can't really argue that. No, Kingsbury I, I, versus Brandon Staley. Yeah, it's a coin toss. I just, exactly. So I was like, well, it's, 
I will admit, today. you picked I the Cardinals, wrong. and I was like, oh, it's the Chargers. But I was probably taking the Chargers. Both have the Niners and Chiefs, easy picks. Uh, as you guys know, I never pick the Packers, and you always pick the Packers, so uh, I had the advantage this week. Uh, and then I almost always pick the Colts, and they lost my touchdown. So, um, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Saturday, you know, he's not Jeff Monday. He's Jeff Sunday, so that's why they lost. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but 10-6, and 11-5, uh, no fantasy frenzy this week, so not much else to talk about other than that. But, we can get so. back to it on Thursday. Yeah, we're back to it on Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow night, actually. Uh, we'll be having a guest on. We'll be talking some uh, some all-time historic basketball debate, man. Uh, you know, the classic uh, barbershop debate. I have a feeling it's about to go down. It's going to be pretty heated tomorrow, so I'm excited. I'm excited to debate Entertaining. some basketball, recap the NBA, uh, stump, stump you guys and some who he played for. The whole shebang. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. with that being said, thanks for listening as always, guys. Sorry that we uh, missed our Black Friday episode, as always, but uh, it shouldn't happen again, and we will be more transparent with uh, our plans. Um, so first time we've ever had to do this over the holidays. So uh, moving forward, we will be better about that. And, uh, yeah, no doubt, we will no catch doubt. you guys tomorrow night. As always, check us out on TikTok, Instagram, the whole shebang, all platforms, YouTube, for more content. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.